Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. And thank you guys so much for watching this on YouTube or listening to this wherever you get your podcast. Uh, do consider following me on every social media platform. Do give this video a uh, thumbs up. Uh, share it with your friends. Comment down below. Join in on the conversation. I always say that. Uh, and you're going to want to join in on this because uh, uh, today I got a really cool guest. Uh, help me introduce uh, Benedict Chandra. Ben, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing better than I deserve. Thank you for having me on. Oh, thank you for being here, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. All right, man. Um, so I'm really excited for you to join uh, people right now. Some of, uh, especially my friends are going to be like, all right, so who is this guy? But they're going to want to listen to you because you are going to help people, hopefully, you know, get them to learn how to save money and not only save money. But we're going to talk about stocks because, dude, you are a up-and-coming stock guru. Definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, right now is the best time to invest your money in stocks, you know, and more millionaires are made in times like this, you know, in uncertain times and, you know, during crashes and when it comes to the stock market and during uncertain times and, you know, like what Warren Buffett says, be greedy when people are fearful and be fearful when people are greedy. So, dude, that's a, <laughs> I, I have heard that before, but that's a, that's almost a creepy, eerie saying, but I get it. I, I, I definitely get it. It's, it, it kind of sucks to admit that that's a little bit of reality. Definitely. Definitely. But I mean, it, well, right now with COVID, uh, you know, everything's, you know, opening back up and, you know, People are going back to work and all that stuff. The vaccines rolled out. So is it right now a good time to invest? Like why? why, why? Well, it's most definitely right now the best time to invest. And especially since COVID is all rolling out and, you know. You mean the vaccines rolling out, not the COVID. Well, Who wants yeah, free COVID? You're right, you're <laughs> right. Not Yeah, you're right. Not the COVID, but the vaccines are rolling out. And it depends on who you ask. But, you know, the vaccines are life-changing and it's a good way to restart back the economy and it's also a peace of mind that people can buy knowing that they got the vaccine and they can go out and you know go out to the world spend out their money have fun going out to eat yeah going on vacation so i mean i mean there's not going to be anything we're talking about but uh how how has COVID affected you? Like, did, did you ever get it or? Well, I mean, COVID, unfortunately, I mean, it's an unfortunate event that's going on, taking on the world right now. But how I see COVID is almost like it's either you get finessed by COVID or you finesse COVID. And by, by what I mean by that is almost by the situation. And it's either you take advantage of the situation or you become the victim of the situation what about you did you become a victim so, or? unfortunately and thankfully i'm blessed that i'm on the other side of the coin where i can take advantage of with what's going on and you know still be productive and 
still be, you know, on the grind. All right, so. cool. But did you get COVID though? I, I did not, not want to answer that. I did not get COVID. Okay, that's and all I wanted to know. <laughs> so, definitely, definitely. Uh, did, did you know I got it? No, I did not know. Yeah, that you got COVID. I, I had it. Oh, let you me say it. that I had it you back had in uh, back in January. Okay, and it it was. <laughs> I talked about it briefly on this show before I started interviewing. When back when the show was crap. Not that it's any better, but anyways, uh, so. It, it, it was it was it's kind of funny i mean i laughed at the time but uh so literally i had my school orientation right so i wake up early i'm getting ready mm-hmm. and like i have a headache but i'm just thinking uh it's been a while since i woke up super early in the morning and i'm just like oh, i'm just being a little bitch yeah so uh i go ahead and make breakfast and all that stuff i make i made pancakes and as soon as I take a bite, I couldn't taste it. Wow. Like with, with the syrup and everything, I couldn't wow. taste it. And uh, I remember that being one of the symptoms. Like you lose your sense of taste and smell. And I was just like, fuck, man. And so immediately uh, I had a, 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 a thermostat. And so I, I went ahead and took my temperature. Mm-hmm. It came out to be uh, like 101. Wow. And I was like, no, 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 like it can't be. And I, I, I took it multiple times. All of them came out to. Uh, wow. It had a, 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 it changes color. Green, you're fine. Yellow, uh, you have a fever. Red, you have a really high fever. You need to go see a doctor. And it was yellow all the time. And I was like, fuck, man. And I had wow. my school orientation. I was looking forward to this. And so, uh, I, I wasn't taking any chances. I was like, man, all right, let me sit out, sit out, and go get tested. Uh, and then I told. Uh, Zach, who I live with, I was just like, hey, man, I don't want to scare you or anything, but I think I have COVID. Uh, I have some symptoms. I, I'm fine, though. Like, I do have a bit of a headache, but just, you know, just to be on the safe side, I'm going to stay in my room. Just, you know, kind of stay away Definitely. from me. And a couple of days later, went to go get tested and a couple of days later, tested positive. And I was like, fuck. Definitely. And but yeah, like. Uh, Again, I've always I always have to, you know, be careful when I say this. Just me, only me. I can't I can only speak for me. I'm not speaking for the world. For me, it, because I'm young and relatively healthy, it wasn't that bad. Like I honestly kicked it in like 3 days, but I still quarantined. I still stayed in the house and all that stuff for, you know, 2 weeks till it passed. Got tested again, tested negative, went back to work, went back to school. But yeah, I, I and then now I got the antibodies and definitely. Man, I don't know how long it'll last. But yeah, so it just it it fucking sucked though. Like the, the three days I had a headache, that was whatever. It was like the flu, and then just being quarantined, that shit sucks. Especially me, I'm an extrovert. Like I like talking to definitely. people. I like hanging out yep. with people. That shit sucked. Wow. I mean, COVID overall, COVID sucked. But yeah, definitely. But anyway, so, all right. So one thing we're going to talk about is uh, you're really good at uh, the stock market, paying attention to, you know, the increase, decreases, what to invest, what's hot, all that good stuff. So to help some of my viewers and your, you know, people who follow you as well, I'm going to play super dumb. I am dumb. But anyways. No, no, you're not what are stocks like you know somebody's just coming in and they're like okay. man i hear this all the time i've seen wolf of wall street Definitely. and all that stuff what are stocks 
Well, I mean, stock is pretty much um, an ownership over a corporation, and it's just um, a collective people that are putting their money into a company that are public publicly in the stock market, which means that if you founded, for example, you founded McDonald's. Yeah. And if you were to put it in the stock market, you're no longer the owner because it's publicly now owned. Now everyone can buy shares on McDonald's and you can definitely, you're, you're the CEO, but you're not the owner because now it's publicly owned. So it's just a share of a company. So if a company is doing well, then your share is doing well. So, yeah. So, I mean, but like, what are stocks in, in the sense of like, uh, I guess, you know, is it basically another form of cash kind of thing? I mean, I know what it is. I'm just saying Definitely. this. I, I mean, like... in a way it is. I mean, it's almost like you have stakes on the company and it's almost like you have ownership of a company, of a piece of a company, not the whole entire company, but it's almost like slices of pizza where if you own... Okay, now you have my attention. You mentioned pizza. If you own partial of uh, of the stock of the company, then you own partial... Then you own a parsh like the slice of the pizza, not yeah. the entire box, but you own a slice of the pizza. I mean, have you met me? Uh, <laughs> DJ gets his pizza. He so. gets the box. Like, <laughs> it, it's no, it's, especially if it's pe- pepperoni pizza. New York's pepper. Mm. All right. Anyways, no, we, <laughs> we could go a, a whole episode talking about pizza. All right. Anyways, but okay. So it's 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 a piece of the company that you basically own. All right. So I guess how much how much stock do you have to buy in order to freaking own the company? So what you're telling me is I can own a pizzeria right now. I can like go own like something like Pizza Hut or Papa John's. Well, not necessarily. I mean, the just fuck? really not all companies are the same, especially yeah. in the stock market. And the stock price will reflect on that. And you're going to have um, a well-run company that's already established like Costco mcdonald's and you know you're gonna have companies that's still trying to be known trying to prove themselves like the if you go into the electronic vehicles like if you see companies like nicola if you see companies like for example like plug-in or if you see companies that's even even on the on the penny stocks you know those are the companies that's still trying to prove themselves yeah and like i said the stock price would reflects on that you know companies like apple which are trading are around 130 dollars a share apple they have more money than most countries so they're known you know and most people that are financially well off they at least have about five on average five apple products so in that sense of the stability of a company once you buy into the stability of a company not only the price are pretty more are more expensive, but they're more on the reliable side. Yeah. Now, okay, you you, you brought up a term that I I do hear, uh, penny stocks. Now, okay, so and and then you mentioned Apple. So 
long time ago when Apple was a f- just started out. Did, was Apple want, once penny stocks? Of course, most definitely. I mean, the stock market is a tool where a company gather funds and try and have the funds to do what they want to do. Yeah. So, for example, if you invest on the app, on the on Apple stocks, on the same price as the of the first iPhone, you'd be a millionaire right now. Yeah. And you I know, need a time machine. Time machine, right? <laughs> for example, like Tesla back in 2017. Yeah. You know, it was trading just about 15 to 17 dollars a share. Yeah, now now what's it at? Now it's over $700 a share. Damn. So the best way to get on the stock market is to do your due diligence on the company and believe on that company before not a lot of people will, and they will reward you on that. All right. So if I were to go right now, like say, you know, I mean, through you, I started investing stocks and you you got me to know a little bit more about it. All right. So say right now you're talking to me and this is a different DJ. He's never invested anything. Mm -hmm. Would you tell him to invest in, go ahead and invest in penny stocks first, do your research, or should I go ahead and research some of these well-known companies like Nike, Apple, Facebook, Twitter, all that Definitely. Well, I mean, the first thing first, what I would ask you is what are your investing strategy, you know, and how long are you willing to see your money in return? Mm-hmm. So it's either are you in a, a conservative investor or are you more into an aggressive investor? So if, if you're more into conservative, of course, invest in a more of a consistency company like what you said, Apple, Nike. Those are the company that you may not get the most bang for your buck just because they already blow up right now. Yeah. But they will consistently make you money. Yeah. It may not be much, but it will grow over time. Yeah. Versus in terms of a penny stocks where it may be. Those are the ones that can blow up. Exactly. In a good way. Exactly. And, you know, but once. But the trick is not all of them are going to blow up. Yeah. And it's just up to doing your due diligence and knowing, you know, where the where the economy is going, you know, with yeah. this whole COVID, the post-COVID world that we're living in, you know. Yeah. So. All right. So besides the, because I already know you're going to say, you know, do your research, but all right. But I, I want a specific answer. Definitely. Like, okay, what should somebody do first? Like, all right, they don't own any stocks. They don't have any of the apps like Robinhood, Acorn, all that stuff. What should they do first? Well, first and foremost is always get a job, you know, get an <laughs> active income. Oh, man, you want to really Get an active income where you know for a fact you're going to make a certain amount while doing the certain amount of work and pretty much save up your money man i mean i cannot stress this enough and you know 78 percent of americans are living paycheck to paycheck you know and that's due to poor money management due to poor financial literate man and how do you feel about people who who are 
like that. That I mean, I, I don't hate anybody, only evil people. But uh, this is where I, I, I'm a tough love guy. Like I, I do care for some people, and money management to me is like honestly one of the easiest freaking things. It, like now, don't get me wrong. You know, life isn't predictable. Sometimes there's like a medical incident or or a car accident, whatever, car breaks on, whatever the case may be. And you're going to have to, you know, spend money that you didn't think you had to spend. And maybe you weren't saving as much as you should have, whatever. It's a, it's a wake up call. But to me, I'm like, first, just don't be stupid. Don't spend money that you don't have. Exactly. Right. So, uh, so that being said, you know, like, all right, we're talking to the average Joe here. So let's say somebody's making, I don't know, like, uh, uh, let's say two grand a month, right? And, and just for the hell of it, just to make the math easier, they pay all their bills. It's one grand. So, you know, Definitely. now they're left with one grand in their pocket. How much of that should they invest, like, into the stock market? Definitely. All right. Well, when you said a grand, is that including food or is that just like you're no, no, spending that, that, your that, free that, spending money? That's your free spending money. Gotcha. They, they, they paid off all their bills, gotcha. including groceries. Gotcha. All right. Well, I mean, first I want to talk about how, like, we live in the United States, how we run on the U.S. dollar. And by God, and that's, you know, the best advantage that anyone in the United States of the listener in the United States can have. It's not even the 4th of July and you're giving some patriotic speech. Definitely, (laughs) definitely. Because the reason why I want to say that, because the the world's currency is running on the U.S. dollar. Therefore, that's the reason why we're able to afford buying a house with just putting three or four five percent down yeah that's the reason why we can buy a car just putting down five percent of the car's cost yeah because we we run on the u.s dollar which means that it's a heavy currency it's what the world trades on so our debt is a good debt because in anywhere else in the world you can't buy a house on a 30-year mortgage you can't buy a car on a seven year more seven year loan, car mortgages loan. Yeah. And the reason why we're able to do that is because we're generating US dollars. What where we work and what we do. So this goes back to what you were saying about once you make you know, you made a thousand you know, you pay off all your bills, you got a thousand dollars and you got a thousand dollars spending it. money. How much of that should they so, put in the market? So what you should do is, I mean, really is take care of your debt, pay off your debt, you know, for the most part, you know, first things first. I right, say they don't have any debt. Okay. Well, if they don't have a debt, you know, first, if you have a thousand dollars to invest, I would say invest at least, it really depends on your spending habit, because if you like to go out to eat, if you like to do this and that, then maybe you should invest less. But if you're like me. You don't really, you're frugal with your money. You know where every dollar goes. Then maybe you can be more aggressive. So that's where I ask ask you. It just really depends on your investing strategy. Yeah. Either you're conservative 
or you're an aggressive. You know. Yeah, I can see the pros and cons to so, to to both of them. And it's almost and it's almost like that. It's almost like you can invest little by little to a an aggressive company, mm-hmm. or you can invest more, but you have a lot more room to play. Yeah. So, see, because uh, I, I I mean. I'm financially disciplined, but, you know, again, I don't play in the stock market as much as you do, and and you're very well-versed at it, but for me, if somebody were to ask me, like, hey, I'm thinking about getting into the game, again, not knowing anything, I would say the the same math that I gave you, so if somebody has a $1,000 spending money, I would probably say, you know, take 20% of that. And go ahead and play in the stock market. Take ten percent and put it in a you know like IRA, Roth IRA. Definitely. And then the rest just pocket, just live your life, just you know, buy whatever. So with that being said, like, is, is there a, a a certain percentage? I mean, I like what you said that. Well, do you want to be uh, conservative with your money or do you want to play aggressive? So I guess you know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I, we're going to go around in circles, but I guess w- what I want you to say is like, all right, if you want to play conservative, here's what you do. If you want to play uh, aggressively, here's what you do. Gotcha. So give like both Gotcha, answers. gotcha, definitely. Well, here's the thing. There's always this rules to it, you know? So if like what you said, maybe I was circled around the question earlier, but if you have $1,000 to to spend... You can spend all that $1,000 in the stock market. It just really depends on what you spend it on. So you never put your all your eggs in one basket. You yeah. never put that 1000 in just one individual company. Because you, you're not, you might not be able to go to sleep at night. <laughs> like all, all things, you know, like how I would put it in an analogy, it's like you're putting seeds, you know planting seeds you're planting seeds there's going to be some time you're going to plant different seeds you're going to plant a lot of seeds and there's going to be times when one seed grows faster than the other mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's almost like if you're a mom you might you can, might can relate to this it's almost like having kids you know not just one you have four or five not all of them are going to be successful oh how dare you you know what i mean <laughs> With no, 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 no. for example out. no if you think about it you know, one is going to be successful through a period of time yeah. and he might stagnate or whatever. The other one might grow, you know, a little bit later than the other. Yeah. You know, the other one. I wonder might... which one I am. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? It's almost like that. And that's how the analogy that I can put with the stock market. Yeah. So that's why I always the number one rule is to never invest the money you're not willing to lose on the stock market. Mm, that's a good that's a good advice. And that's the number one thing. So basically, whatever money you are about to put in, before you put it in, you got to like detach yourself from it. Definitely. Like, I, definitely. I'm not going to see definitely. this. And, I'm probably not going to see a return. And it's not about it's not about having time in the market. It's about it's not about timing the market. It's about having time in the market. Yeah. So you can you can never time the market perfectly where it's like, okay, I'm going to buy when it's low and yeah. I'm going to sell when it's high. In, in theory, yes, that's what you want to do. But if you have time in the market in the long run, you're able to analyze the individual stock and the behavior of the stock. So 
you can buy when it's low and you can sell when it's high. Yeah. And all that is throughout time. All right. Uh, kind of going back to the penny stocks. So you personally, if, if I mean, if you don't mind answering, if you don't, I understand. Uh, do how how much do you you yourself invest? Do you invest more in in in, in penny stocks? Like after you do your research, like you you you're doing your research because you should. Are you are you trying to invest invest more in penny stocks? Or are you trying to kind of invest or save up and invest in the uh, consistent ones, like the big gotcha. names? Gotcha. Well, I mean, I have both, and like what what I said, going back to the rules. I mean, you have rule number one: never, never invest the money you're not willing to lose. And number two is never put your eggs in one basket. So I always invest in some penny stocks, some stocks that I'm willing to bet on, that I'm willing to bet on the long run that's, that will succeed. Mm -hmm. And some of my money or even half of my money goes towards the stocks that's well known, like Apple. Yeah. You know, that's what makes me sleep good at night, <laughs> you know. All right. So uh, I kind of want to take a step back now and talk about a little bit about your origins, like all right, because you're 29 years old, you're same as as me, except I'm 28. Uh, so you are f financially disciplined. I would probably say more than me. You know what? No, fuck it. I will say more than me. You are financially <laughs> more disciplined than me. That being said, uh, you know, how how'd you develop this mindset, this this discipline? Because you know, I you and I both know people around our age that, and I'm not judging them you know you're free to do whatever you want but you know they're just like oh, i want to live in the moment i want to go ahead and spend and they're not really saving so it's kind of an underrated thought for a young person to save it's not until in, in my opinion once somebody hits their 30s or maybe once they have kids that they realize oh shit like i probably need to start gotcha. saving gotcha. so what what led you you benedict Deshandra, to at an early, when did you start? Like, how old were you when gotcha. you realized, like, yo, I should probably start saving? Definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, I would say a little bit of my background, you know, came here when I was eight years old from Indonesia, from Jakarta, Indonesia. And, you know, I come from a third world country, you know, where you can see it with your own eyes of people picking food from the side of the street, you know, oh, damn. from the garbage can and whatnot. So when I came to America, you know, both of my parents were working in the restaurant industry, and they both still are right now. So, and when I was 12, 13 years old, my mom told me, she was like, I can keep giving you 20 bucks each week to for lunch money or for whatever, but I'm not going to be around forever. And that itself hits me Damn. when I was 12, 13 years old. Because yeah. who doesn't love their mom? And when their mom says that, they're like, it's almost like a red flag that you have in your instinct where it's like, all right, you know, I'm going to stop asking my mom for money from now on. I'm going to find ways to generate my own money. And and the rest, the rest starts from there. You know what I mean? And so it's you were never, 12 or 13 when you realized like 12 or 13 years just, old. That's that's fucking young, dude. Definitely. Definitely. And like I said, it's never too early or it's never too late to start investing. And we all think investing is about putting money in the stock market, putting money in businesses, 
we all invest on ourselves each and every day when we get up each and every morning we all get ready we all shower we invest on ourselves so why not invest in other people so we all can grow that's awesome man N- nicely put but man i i can't get over the fact that you started saving since you were 12 definitely, or 13 definitely. and it's... i didn't i'll be honest i didn't start till i was like maybe 21 22 definitely. like around there yeah Oh man, Jesus! Like, <laughs> yeah, you definitely beat me there. Oh man, you gotta use the restroom, dude. You can say it. It's all good. Go use the restroom. We'll kind of be back, guys. <coughs> Benedictus has to pee. Hell, you better not put that on the video. Oh, I so will. Hell no. You better. <sighs> And he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. Was, it, right, was yeah. it a good pee? Good. good. Hell yeah. Uh, empty it out the tank. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. Now you look a little bit more relaxed. I think yeah. people saw that. was like you were a little bit crunched up. Really? No. Nah, gotcha. No, nah, you're good, man. I'm just teasing. Okay. All right, man. So uh, getting back into it. Okay. So we talked a little bit about the penny stocks, a little some strategy. All right, so uh, I guess I want to go into a little bit more specifics. Uh, so let's talk about right now. Um, uh, what's a recent company that you invested in that you would advise people to invest in? Well, I mean, or is that something you keep to yourself? No, you of course not. Of course not. I mean, of course, you know, you never, you always do do your due diligence. You know, never take some random guy as a financial advisor. Yeah. But I mean, stocks that I've been heavily invested on are. I mean, you course, did say do your research, so I mean, like people yeah, should your, people should be responsible, of course, of not course. just take your word definitely, definitely. at full face value, but to be able to be like, definitely. all right, he he's paying attention to this company. Why? Let me go invest, like look into it, research it. Gotcha. Well, I mean, if you if you want to invest in more of a consistency company, you know, if you look at the the Fang stocks, what they call it, Fang. What's a fang? That sounds F- cool. F A A N G, and that's Facebook, Apple, Google, Nike. No, there's an fang. N there. Okay, it's Facebook, Apple, Google, Amazon. Pretty much is, pretty much that. Yeah. And Netflix. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Okay, I was so, like, yeah. there's so an N there. Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Netflix, Netflix, Google. Google. So yeah, those are the FANG stocks. So you can invest on those and those are most likely those are pretty already high, you know, expensive. Yeah. But if you can some platforms like Stash will let you buy partial shares. So you can even put 10 10 bucks on Amazon. You won't even buy you won't have full shares of the company, but you'll have You're zero. working towards a share. Exactly. Okay. You'll have zero point zero 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 one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I own a part of Amazon. Exactly. I'm a big shot now. <laughs> exactly. So you can either invest on that or you can also do your due diligence, you know, and just knowing what the post COVID market will be, you know. Yeah. No, I and hear I, can, I hear from people that's and if that's I have a crystal ball, I would tell your audience, but I mean, well, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, obviously, if Definitely. somebody could see into the future, they'd be like, Definitely. "Oh, I'm going to invest in this." Definitely. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, uh, uh, what's what's it like? 
a penny stock. Uh, uh, what's a penny stock that you recently invest in that well, you you uh, you you trust? That obviously, again, nobody's gonna take your word at face value. Definitely. They're just gonna be like, "Oh, Ben mentioned definitely. this company. Definitely, let me do my research. Why is he paying attention to this definitely. company?" Well, I mean, first things first. You know, you got to give a shout out for the for the Reddit for the those Reddit guys and. One of those companies yeah, we're talk would be a little bit about that later. One of the company would be like AMC, and AMC is trading about nine dollars and thirty cents right now. Mm-hmm. And though he had a fundamental bad of a company, they have a lot of debt. There's a lot of uncertainty going on with the post-COVID world, especially with the movie theaters. Yeah, and like with the, you me with to... the movie theaters opening up, yeah. and Godzilla versus Kong, they did a major major did you see show. it i i saw it and it was Dude, amazing do you want to talk about that so, uh, we can oh but, later 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 so we'll, i mean we'll a... you know amc stocks you know it's almost good you know you may not believe in the on the company and the fundamental but you might believe in the hype yeah you might believe in the stock yeah. and where it's going because you have a group of people where they just are you know what these these hedge funds are trying to make this company bankrupt and what we're going to do is we're going to buy all these shares of AMC and we're just going to hold we're not well, going to I mean sell. now you're talking about well th- yeah that happened so, to AMC but more import- uh, more famously GameStop GameStop of course that's so the big brother so let's let's Definitely. talk about that uh, so what what what's your what's your thought on that well i mean GameStop wait real quick i'm so sorry to cut you off I this is how I knew to take you seriously. I mean, I always I already take you seriously, but you caught win on that before it it like really broke out. Definitely. Uh, uh, because uh, we have a group chat with Definitely. other mutual friends. Gotcha. And you are the one to message everybody saying, "Hey guys, look into this stock. Definitely. It's going to the moon. Whatever." And you mentioned AMC and GameStop specifically before it even broke out. And I did not, people are going to be mad at me, but I did not take you seriously. I, because, like, I mean, I'm a bit of a gamer, but uh, I, I looked at that and I and I was like, and eh, no, GameStop is, is doing horrible. What are you talking about? And then, bam, this happened. I was like, fuck, all right, I'm going to take Ben seriously now. Definitely. So, all right, your thoughts on the GameStop. So what and- I- Robin so, Hood story. Definitely. I mean, my thoughts are, you know, these hedge funds, you know, they sh- they should have been ashamed of themselves, you know. And so what what's happening is that they're trying to take advantage of the situation. And they know with the whole COVID thing, the most are most people aren't going to the malls. People aren't going to GameStop. People aren't going to AMC, to the movie theater. So you have these companies in New York where they're betting on these companies to fail. Mm-hmm. So pretty much what they're doing is that in the stock market, they have this sense of it's almost like if we're talking about in Pokemon cards, it's like I'm the big brother and I'm like, hey, Dom. Man, now let people me, are not going to take this show Pokemon seriously. Cards. You mentioned Pokemon cards. <laughs> so let me borrow your Pokemon cards. Yeah. You know, let me borrow your Pikachu cards. Your Pikachu cards. You can work. have my Pikachu. You can't take my Charizard though. Well, let's say it's Blastoid, okay? All right, Blastoid is legit too, okay. So you have a Blastoid <laughs> card, and I said, hey, let me borrow your Blastoid card. Your Blastoid card is worth $10. So let me borrow that, and let me try to sell it for 8 Let me try to sell it for 6 
And so that's what these hedge funds are doing. They're trying to bring down the price of these companies and eventually make them go bankrupt so they don't have to owe them back. It's like my little it's like I'm trying to bankrupt my little brother so oh, he doesn't horrible. so I don't have to pay him back. So you have this group of investors, which is the Reddit crew. And what they're doing is like, hold up. We're not going to let these hedge fund take away our GameStop, take away our AMC. Even though the times right now are tough, we're going to buy these stocks. We're going to buy a lot of them. And we're going to buy all at the same time. And we're going to hold. We're not going to sell them. The memes that were coming out were pretty funny. I will give it that. So what's going on is right right now is that these hedge funds are Is panicking. it still going on? It's still going on. Really? They're still so holding these, it? So these hedge funds going on. So I'm borrowing your Blastoid card that I think is worth $10. Instead of selling it for 8 on eBay, now it's worth $80. All of a sudden it's worth $800. Hold up. All of a sudden it's worth $8,000. And I'm panicking because that blast was a shiny. I'm pan. I'm panicking because it's out there. Even though I'm, I sold it for this much for eight dollars. All of a sudden, now it's worth eight hundred dollars. So you have to give it back to me. At some and now point. I have to give it back to my little brother, and I have to buy it at no. It doesn't matter at all costs. Yeah. I have to give back his his Blastoid card. Yeah. And so that's what's happening right now. With yeah. the AMC, with the GameStop. But you that... don't hear that much more. I mean, some people do who who follow it. I, I, I do follow it a little bit with AMC, but now it opened back up. Is GameStop open back up? But can you? GameStop is open back up. It was always been open ever since. No, the they pandemic. closed it. And they, I mean, there's an individual brick and mortar store that's still open. Maybe the ones in the malls are closed. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the physical store. I'm talking about to be able to buy the stock. Oh, oh yeah! Right now you're you're able to buy. The yeah, because they closed Definitely. it at a. Point. Oh yeah, at one yeah. point. Well, that no, was fucked thing. up. At one point, it's, they closed it because they were losing so much money. Yeah. So pretty much, the big brother had a talk with eBay and was like, "You need to cut this off, yeah. so people can't buy and sell the Blastoid cards." I I talked about it briefly a little bit where I was making a joke saying, "I I hold the unpopular opinion about." I don't give I don't hold any hate towards the hedge fund hedge fund people like ooh they they trade stocks for a living whatever that's how they make their money they're not affecting me I don't give a shit right so uh you do you I'm going to do me just stay out of my way and I'm going to stay out of your way that's my attitude so but I will say it was pretty you know pretty fucked up when the hedge fund people when the reddits were you know messing with them and stuff and then they told robin hood specifically it's like hey definitely shut it down like we close it and all that stuff i, I will say that w- that part was messed up um but yeah i was just like eh this whole st- the story was funny and i just i don't hate hedge fund people i, I don't definitely. i don't care but uh i didn't know it was still uh uh, one that it was opened back up that you could buy the stock and that people are still holding it. What's GameStop Definitely. price? Well, GameStop, I, I believe right now is at like one sixty, hovering around one sixty a share, and get an AMC is hovering around nine fifty a share. So it's all about 
nine fifty as in nine dollars nine dollars and fifty cents a but share. the game shop is one hundred dollars hundred and hundred dollar and sixty cents a share. the highest i ever saw it so. was that like 300 something for the for the gamestop definitely but yeah now now so it's at 100 it's, whatever and that's the and that's the beauty about the stock market it's that yeah. people it's a group of people where they evaluate a company and they say hey this is how much this company is worth yeah you know and that's the one thing that i want to talk to you to your you and your viewers more you know, it's about the fiduciary duty. And I'm that's not, uh, we we talked brief a little bit about it earlier. I'm sorry. I can't get over. I'm so immature. I'm such a little kid. What that word fiduciary? Yes. You put the douche in fiduciary. Yeah. <laughs> well, fiduciary duties. I mean, it's a lot of concept that it's, it's a, like a, it's made a up con- word. It's a main concept that not a lot of Americans know about it, you know, and it's, you know, you see a lot in the news where. 78% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck, you know, and and that was pre-COVID, you know what I mean? And people are just relying on this great American economy week by week. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that your executive, your CEO, your CFO, your COO in big companies, if you're the worker of that company, they don't work for you. They're not there to make you money you just produce a certain value of, for the company and that's how they see it their duty is to make the shareholders more money yeah and you know a lot of people in the news now they complain about oh we should keep we should be paying we should getting paid more than 15 dollars an hour this and this and this the top executive they're making millions of dollars why are we only making so and so and so an hour you know it's because they don't understand the concept of fiduciary duty (laughs) and their duty (laughs) those those executive duties their duties is to report for the stakeholders yeah their duty is to make the shareholders more money and for you and me we're the workers we're the ones in the bottom and our job is to and that's where the segue of coming in, investing in stocks, being a shareholders of a company. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm going to get hate for this, but I don't care. I'm too used to it at this point. I don't like it when people have that mindset like, oh, man, you know, we should get paid more like all these executives. Give us some of that money, like, you know cut your salary so we can get because I, I have two thoughts on that it's like okay why don't you work, bust your ass and become an executive like Definitely. move up a- the food chain acquire more skills yeah you it, know? It, exactly like just just work hard Definitely. all right move up it, it, and 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 stop demanding that people just give you free shit how about that Definitely. my second thought is that uh you know if you really if you, if you really believe in the, like oh all these uh, uh executives like or whatever they they have like this big stash of money hidden in a vault or whatever that they can like just give to us or 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 whatnot why, why don't you i mean it, this is going to sound like super super vague whatever i don't care but 
if if that's the case, why don't you try to you know start your own company? Definitely. You know, like go ahead and 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 invest and and take out a loan and buy all the equipment, hire the labor. People are gonna say like, oh DJ, you're just saying that. Like you know, I can't do that and stuff. It's like okay, well you still have option A. You could choose to work hard, or you have option C. Do something else for a living. Definitely. Like go go back to school, acquire a different skill, whatever the case may be. Do something else. Uh, I don't know. I just I I I I, I mean I'll I'll say it with tough love. Like I just never been that type of person to really depend on somebody. I've always seen it like, like right now I'm, I'm currently in school. I'm I'm in school to acquire a skill to get a better job because I was tired of where I was at in life. And I was like, Definitely. you know what? Okay. It's, it's, it's time to work hard at something else. Not, Hey, I'm here. I'm breathing. Give me free shit. I, Definitely. Like, I mean, it's, you know, the victim mentality in America is very, it's contagious, you know, it and, really is. It's almost like, you know, working hard now, it's almost like, eh, I could work hard or I could just stay at home and collect this unemployment benefit or whatnot. But that's never been the American spirit. You know, the American spirit and American dream has always been working hard towards your dream. And, you know, whatever comes, comes, you know. And we live in a free market society of, you know, bad business, you let them fail good business you reward them and it's one of those things that yeah you could always be working for somebody but why can't you just do both why can't you work for somebody and have your your stuff on the side yeah and i think the have problem a side hustle and i think what side the problem i think what the problem is that most people just don't use their time wisely you know yeah. if i tell people what if i tell you that when you wake up, you have twenty four thousand in your bank account, and once you go to sleep, all that all that is gone. Oh, people are just gonna spend it willy nilly. People are just gonna be. People are gonna invest in it. People are gonna use it wisely. People are gonna. You think so? I'm I'm a little bit cynical. If you tell, see, my my mindset is: if you were bad with money to begin with, having more money doesn't fix that. You you need to learn how. Money's a tool, all right? Way. Like. It, you can hurt yourself with a lot of money. You can hurt yourself with a little money, but at the same time, you can make it work for you. If if you have a lot of money, yeah, you can do a lot more things. You like you said, you can invest, you can build, you can do whatever. If you have little money, you know that you could still use that to your advantage. Definitely. It's like okay, listen, I have little money. That means I need to be smarter about how I spend because I can't just spend will and nilly. I don't have that much coming in. I can't be spending more than I make. That's something that's finances 101 right there. Definitely. And to be, I mean, to be honest with you, it's not about how much money you have, but it's about what you do with what you have. No, you're right. And that goes with everything. And, you know, we live in a society of like, oh, I need to make more money in order to be more happy. No, that's not the case. Yeah. You know, you can be content with how much you have. And it's about what, with what you do with what you have. Yeah, you know, you can have a lot of money and use it poorly, or you can have little money and spend it wisely. Yeah. So, 
I don't want to get your audience discouraged in terms of the amount of money because at the end of the day, that doesn't really matter. No, it, no, you're right. It, so. it doesn't matter, but you're, you're 100% right. It's what you do with it is, you know, how you choose to spend it, how much you choose to put aside and, you know, count yourself lucky. It's, it's awesome that, you know, you have awesome parents that made you realize the value of a dollar and especially you coming from a country where you see people struggle and then now you're here, you have it a little bit easier. Definitely. You don't have it too easy. Like you still have to work hard, Definitely. but you don't take it for granted. Never. And I I will say this, like, you know, if, if you could summarize it, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you after I hear from you, but why do you think that it's such a, it's, it's more, it's more in young people's mindset to live life in the moment in in terms of in finances like ah screw it let me go ahead and kind of live paycheck to paycheck i don't have that much responsibility definitely, definitely. Why, why do you think that well two words instant gratification and that's what and that's what people are seeking more these days you know people are abandoning the long-term relationship in all aspect of life yeah, and people just want what's coming from them right now. What's what's right now? They want that like high, exactly. like right now. What's right now? What's right now? And that's and that's where you can see with social media, and that's where you can see with the culture that we're living in. You know, that I instant mean, gratification lifestyle. I, yeah, uh, uh, because I w- I was gonna say, it, I think that's one of the reasons why people you, you see people don't really invest in in stocks is because uh, it's a long term commitment. You know? Yeah, but they want. I bet they don't. One of the reasons why they don't do it is because they want to hit that next Apple, that next Facebook, where it starts off as a penny stock. They go ahead and put in like a hundred dollars, and then mm-hmm. in a week it blows up, and Definitely. it's like, okay, perfect. I can Definitely. go ahead and sell this, and I, I can live off this. Definitely, it's not like that. And you know, even Warren Buffett says it best. You know, the stock market it's it's a tool for the impatient money move it into the people who are patient mm. so that's just pretty much just sums up everything and you know you have to invest in long term yeah. and i can i can't stress that more than enough then of course you you'll hear a story where people just drop this much money and all of a sudden it just went up and they just sold it and they much they you know they gained this much profit but those are just one of a few stories. Yeah. You know, and always invest in long term. So that's my nice. best advice. And it doesn't matter. You invest $5 every day, $10. It's about showing consistency. Yeah. No. And <clears throat> uh, I mean, kind of going back what you said, like at the start of the episode, kind of. Uh, saying how we invest in ourselves every day. You are so freaking right. And it's funny because it's one of those things where I feel like you yourself know it, but you have to hear somebody say it for you to like actually let it digest in because uh, it, it, I, I, I think of it like health, you know, uh, uh, instant, instant gratification. Uh, bless you. <laughs> bless Thank you. you. Sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, instant gratification where you know, uh, yeah, you could go ahead and spend like, you know, this $5 on this fast food. Yeah. You know, some junk food, they just taste amazing and stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay, great. And you get that instant, uh, you know, instant pleasure. 
But if you go ahead and just, you know, in instead of eating the fast food, put your money towards some healthy food, yeah, it might cost a little bit more, but in the long run, you take care of your body without trying too hard. You end up losing weight and yeah, no. And, and, and right there, you're investing in yourself. You're investing in yourself every single time you go to work. Definitely. Because you're making some income that you're going to, again, invest in something else. Yeah, the stock market isn't isn't anything different. Definitely, and, th- and that goes back to what you're saying about investing in food that costs more money and, you know, that just goes for a long term. And it's what you're saying is right. You know, you, you put a little bit more money to get a better quality product or what you could do is that hey you know what i need to start eating more healthy instead of going to the to a place where they sell healthy food on the go why don't i just grocery shop yeah why don't i just buy this in bulk yeah and why don't i just meal prep instead of paying seven bucks for that salad hey look now you're only paying a buck 80 yeah no doing uh, it your uh, own and it's, it's but, about having that frugal mindset and yeah. it's almost like yeah you're gonna make a lot of sacrifice but you're doing it for a greater cause the, the long term yeah definitely. you said that and definitely and i no honestly i think it's a i think it's a better investment and it's not to say that you can't enjoy some like again going back to food like some cheap meals here and there but yeah think of yeah think of the long term um do you read any books on any of this kind of stuff, or do you just mainly no, just research? not really, man? I mean, it's just mainly it's just connecting inner spiritually, you know, talking to God, you know, to the higher being. God, know, which be, one is going to blow definitely, up? <laughs> definitely, and just you know, and just being consistent, man. Yeah, and just having that consistent mindset. And you know, us as human, you know, we always have this emotion where we might be up and down every day. And, but that's how the stock market is. And it's just for us to not be emotional and just know that we need to have for every companies that you own, that you invested in, always write that goal of, all right, well, I'm going to sell at this price. Well, if this stock goes down even further, I'm going to buy even more. Always have individual goal and plan for individual stocks yeah and companies when like you always hear especially with stocks that uh buy when low sell when high but even with that it's like kind of vague it's like you know when once the stock is high for me i've i've had this thought where i'm like oh this stock is growing Mm -hmm. but when should i sell it i mean technically it's high but gotcha i mean it's almost like what I just told you earlier is how was I'm having a, a game plans of like, okay, within this period of time, I'm going to try to find a s- selling opportunity where I'm going to try to sell it as much as I can within this period of time yeah. because I need the money or whatever, whatever. Same goes with buying. You know, once you have that company time in the market, you, you know how the behavior is going. It's almost like having a girlfriend where it's like, okay, well, around this time, she's in a good mood. <laughs> but I don't want to mess with her around this time because that's when she's in a crazy mood. <laughs> almost like that to a certain degree, you know. Uh, it has his behavior. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> Nicely put. 
Oh man. All right. So, but like kind of going back to, cause you didn't give me an answer. All right. What is, what is a specific company, like a penny stock, a mm-hmm. penny stock that you've invested in Definitely. that you would advise somebody to invest, but again, they got to do their research. Definitely. I mean, um, in terms of an individual company, I have like, you know, Hexo, like a Canadian marijuana company, but anyone can just invest in the in any marijuana industry right now because Virginia just recently legalized marijuana, one yeah. of the first southern states to do so. And more states are going to do so and eventually it's going to be legalized and you just want to catch on that board before it actually takes off. Yeah. So do your due diligence on that and, you know, there's money to be made in Ethereum, you know, in parts of how your phone chips are being made. And right now there's a lot of shortage in microchip. So, you know, invest and research and do diligence on the parts, the components that makes those and find a great company to do so, to All invest right. in. You brought you you brought up marijuana, so like I I kind of want to talk about this because I know some people are gonna, eh, what I I I know some people on both sides. So, uh, what what would you say to somebody? You know, they're super anti weed, like it's like no, it's it's horrible. But what would you say to them? It's like all right, listen, you don't have to you know fucking smoke it, you don't have to That's put cool. it in brownies, but you should invest in it, like. You care about money? Definitely. You care about I mean, that green? Like I mean, you should put money you, into it. I mean, the money itself, the stats itself is going to speak for itself. You know, the income revenue, the profit revenue that it generates for that particular area will mm-hmm. show for itself. And, you know, the green rush is here and it's almost like get on it before it's too late. So, you know. Yeah, you might have you might believe in one thing, but if the number shows that yeah, this company is making money, I feel like there's just gonna be some people so. out there that is super like, no, I don't want anything to do with marijuana. I don't want to have the idea of like, Definitely. oh, I'm investing it's, in this. I mean, but it's coming. So. But I mean, like, yeah, it's they like, can't. listen, it's it's Definitely. a train. You might as well and, ride the train. And, and, th- and to be honest, that might be the next agenda in Congress, you know, knowing that it's controlled by the Democratic and that's what they're trying to push out and yeah. have it legalized. And not only it's good for individual, but it's good also for banks because now that that are legal, people, they are now they're able to finance companies that wants to start their own marijuana companies yeah. or marijuana store. So I guess this is going to be a kind of dumb question, but like, is there a lot of marijuana companies? Oh yeah, there's a ton. And you know, everyone, everyone has their own agenda and everyone controls a particular area. Which one do you invest in? You said Hexo? Yeah. Hexo is pretty much um, a company that's in Canada. It's yeah. a Canadian marijuana company. And their business model is not to be the biggest, but to be the best. Mm. And I was about to say, know, why the fuck are you investing in something Canadian? Why not American, man? And they're and they're partner and they partner up with Molson Coors, you know. And they're the one. Molson Coors are the one that make Coors Light, mm. and they're they have came out with the THC drinks. Oh, so, really? Exactly. I so, heard a rumor about that, but I didn't know if it was definitely. true. And, you know, a lot of people, 
a lot of people like love marijuana because of the feeling, but not everybody loves the process of getting high. Yeah. Because of the smoking, the odor, or whatever. So you're gonna see I just like the money. I so you're want, gonna see I just companies want to and get the greens. So you're gonna see companies come out ways to make it more enticing to for, for marijuana to be out there in the market. So all right. Well that's good. I I just uh me I'm not I, I mean I don't I don't care about weed one way or the other. You can legalize it. I don't care. You can make it illegal. I'm not gonna care. I'm not gonna shed a tear. Uh, but I will invest in it. I definitely will. I just, I didn't, I haven't done my research on that. I haven't, I haven't actually invested in anything as a reason that I, I invested something maybe, maybe like a month ago, but you, you do sometimes hit up on the group chat telling our, us and the mutual friends, Hey, look into this stock, pay attention to it. And, uh, yeah, I, I do need to take some of your advice and just, Go ahead and do some research and all that. Um, How do you feel about cryptocurrency, like things like Bitcoin? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, right now it's what's hot. And, you know, with where the government is heading with a lot of uncertainty, with a lot of money printing that's going on, you know. Yeah, especially in the future inflation with all the freaking stimulus. And that's where the that's where crypto shines, you know, and that's where it's almost like a safe haven where people can store their money without having the government mindles in on it and check out with what's going on. So you have Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin, of course, you know. So Yeah, you mentioned that. Definitely. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's like you just want to invest in it and just keep investing it, you know, and just and just forget about it, man. I mean, really, it's, you know, the stock market is not for everyone, you know, it causes a lot of people stress, but if you can just find a way to maintain that frugal lifestyle where you can always have that $1,000 every month saved up where you can invest in, you know, and just keep on doing it, you know, and eventually the stock market will reward you, you know. Yeah. My thing about cryptocurrency is that I myself, if you want to invest in it, you want to invest in it. That's fine. I, uh, and again, I, I, I barely did any research on this, but the way I see it is, okay, go ahead, fine, whatever. You want to invest in cryptocurrency? You you do you. Again, I I mind my own business. The way I see it though is that don't expect that this is going to be within your lifetime or in like in a couple of years i don't see that happening i think cryptocurrency is going to be that thing that you leave in your legacy so like say you have grandkids or uh, uh you're old and you want to pass it down to you know the remainder of your family if you don't have kids or whatever uh i i don't i don't see it i don't see it in like five years from now or 10 years from now, I, I don't, I don't see it being a thing again. This is me again, just rough draft, barely maybe reading like three articles about it and, and hearing some people talk about it. I don't see it. Uh, I wrap me personally for things to protect against like, you know, inflation. I'd rather invest in 
gold and silver. Definitely. Th- those things Definitely. Are, have been, I've done those research. That has been very consistent and never lose their value. Uh, so me personally, I mean, I, I don't own a company and I'm not going to tell people, hey, listen to me. No, I'm just saying, eh, if somebody were to come up to me and say, hey, DJ, uh, are you going to invest in cryptocurrency? Um, maybe, but probably not. Like, I'd rather invest in gold and silver. Definitely. Well, I mean, as I was saying, if you're thinking about just investing in cryptocurrency right now, then you might be already too late. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, no, it's like and, 24000 a share. And to be like honest that. with you, you might be incorrect within five years because cryptocurrency... I could be. Yeah, you're right. Because cryptocurrency is almost like gold in a way where it's like especially like bitcoin where they just limit a cap where this is only as much bitcoins we're gonna have so within five years right now it's sitting at over 60 60 grand a share oh bitcoin. okay never mind i thought it was so, like 20 something so now within five years it might be even worth over 100k a bitcoin for just one bitcoin so and some places, some institution, banks, they're accepting Bitcoins right now. They're yeah, accepting cryptocurrency. So we might be heading, yes, it's not sustainable in terms of how to extract Bitcoins, you know, because you need all these computers, all this electricity versus, a, you know, like a paper currency, for example, you know, but you know within five years who knows so yeah no i mean i i could i could very well be wrong it's not a hill that i'm willing to die on let me just put it that way mm-hmm. um but here let's take a break cheers cheers brother again man thank you so much for being on the show yeah no i wanted to i wanted to have you on uh specifically so we could talk a little bit about this um but hey, uh, let's let's take a break on stocks for a minute, and let's change the subject. Um, what's uh, what's your plan now? Like, what's your, what's your goal right now? What are you trying to do? Well, definitely right now is my plan is to just you know to invest more in the stock market and to be more of a consistent of a person, you know, and just to turning 30 soon so you just need a you know when's your birthday july 11th nice so definitely so you know just been being humble being content you know and just being able to just being able to thank thank the lord man really yeah. for just being able to be in this show being able to talk to your viewers yeah, and man. being able to to preach what yeah, I, what I know. No, especially, and I think some people are gonna appreciate that. All my five viewers, <laughs> we'll get there. I always say that we'll get there. Um, dude, you need a you need to make a uh like a Facebook page or Instagram page and 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 have you know I can see you getting a I can see you get more getting more followers faster uh, than me because no, who doesn't care about money. Right? right, I'm just some idiot who started a podcast who yeah. had way too much money and time on his hands. Yeah. But like, no, you you should, you should definitely. I can see you running a page, a Facebook page, and 
every week, whatever, right before you're about, about to buy a stock or when you're researching, hey, I'm looking into this. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm looking into it. Definitely. I bet people would definitely follow that. Yeah. You should look into that. And then, you, you know, man. and then make a, a like a, a, a selfie video. You don't need some high quality shit. This isn't even high quality, uh, but you you can make a selfie video. I can see you doing that. It's like, hey, guys, what's up? Benedict is here. Hey, I'm looking into this stock. You should guys should buy it. Hey, I just bought this stock. It went up this amount. Definitely. I think you should, dude. Definitely. I mean it's yeah i mean it's something to think about really i mean it's really nothing to like one of the reasons why i don't want to do that because i don't want to lead people in the wrong way and but whatnot, no it's 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 i it's, mean it's it's like swim at your own risk yeah you're, you're just letting the world know hey i'm looking into it definitely hey i just bought this yeah i'm not telling you what to do Hey, exactly. this stock that I just bought went up three dollars. Do whatever you want with that information. Definitely. I'm just telling you what Definitely. I fucking did. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just like, saying. I'm more like, I'm more concentrated on more of like getting you that money to invest in a stock on ways on how to be frugal, on yeah. how to be, you know, not to spend so much money so you can give yourself a chance in the stock market, you know, because. You know, with the paycheck to paycheck, you know, the living paycheck to paycheck and people are not financially literate. And to me, that's what irks me, yeah. you know, because you can do your own research and put your money in the stock market. But if you don't have that money to begin with, then what's it? Like, all right. So, I mean, <laughs> I was trying to change the subject so. a little bit, but we're going to, we're just going to go back around. It. All right. So you want to help people, you know, basically find the money within their budget to try to use that to go ahead and play in the stock market. So let's talk about some like saving tips. What are, uh, what are some saving tips that I'll, I'll tell you if you don't mind, if I go first, yeah, go ahead, learn how to cook. Yeah, don't definitely learn how to fucking cook, definitely. dude. I have a brother. I'm not gonna say his name. People who know me know him. Whatever, and I don't care if he goes. Oh, you're trying to embarrass me on. I don't give a fuck. Learn how to cook. Learn how to fucking cook. Go on YouTube. Definitely. You. Oh my god, I can't tell you how many times I've I've learned so many recipes on there, uh, and and it's still hands on. And one of the things about uh uh cooking is trial and error it's like oh maybe i didn't put in enough seasoning oh maybe i put too much oh i accidentally burnt this whatever it, it and it's process and the reason the reason why i say learn how to cook obviously it's because it, you, you know if if you end up getting really good at it and you cook a dish that you're really proud of then you're going to look forward to cooking that dish not only for you but maybe for other people and then it's going to cut the time uh, that you go out to eat, it's going to make you, you know, want to invite people over. It's like, Hey, you know, I'm really proud of this dish I just made. I'm going to invite people over. So instead you're just going to mainly splurge on them, learn how to cook. Uh, you know, it'll cut, it'll cut the amount that you go out, uh, especially spending double, triple the money on fucking DoorDash. Uh, so learn how to cook. That's just that skill alone will whatever money you save from going out take that and and go play in the stock market or definitely. put it in a savings account i don't care definitely. but i that's my advice learn how to cook definitely 
it, it creates a ripple effect. Definitely. And you're right. You're completely 100% right. You learn how to cook. That's, I mean, I'm starting to look like I, I live in my own for over a year now. And that's how is that? And that's it's amazing. And yeah. to me, and that's what's the number one thing that I've taken from my from my mom and just to be able to cook, you know, be able to illustrate the dish already in your mind. Yeah. Before you go out. And my mom it. and you two, the two best Definitely. teachers, you know, right before you go out and go to the groceries and whatnot. You know, it's almost like you're an artist. You already know how the mm. dish is going to look before you've actually when you're actually putting it together you yeah. know what i mean yeah and that's the number one thing and also the number the n- number two things is also stop buying on convenience you know a lot of americans are love convenience they love to just buy things that's convenience yeah it doesn't matter that they're paying more but they're buying the convenience of it like uh, give it an example give it an example it's like you could buy bananas in in Kroger for like twenty five cents, have it at your house, and when you want to go before you go to work, you can just have one. Instead of before you go to work, you stop by the gas station to buy the same bananas for a dollar. Mm. Yeah. Stop buying convenience. And yeah. Most people who are successful, they have the ability to think ahead of time. Bless you. Thanks, man. So that's just that, you know, stop. When you when you start planning ahead of time, then you know only the weak by convenience because they don't think ahead of time, but you do. So and like what you said, once you do that, it creates a ripple effect. It really does. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. Um, I've definitely, I mean, I'm guilty of it. Everybody's guilty of it. I've done that where uh, I'm like not really late for work or whatever, but I'm just like, oh, man, I'm kind of crunched for time. Or maybe I'm just fucking lazy. I've, I've had lazy days and I could easily just make a sandwich, a sandwich that I know I'll like um, and, and whatnot. But I've had moments where I said, screw it, I'll go, maybe I'll go to QT and I'll pick up one of their like sandwiches and I'll spend more for a single sandwich that I could have easily just made at home. Definitely. For the convenience. I've done that. Definitely. Yeah, I'm guilty and then, of it. But, and, and you do feel it. Like you don't even feel good when you have that sandwich. It's like, damn, I could have made a better sandwich. Definitely. And, and you know, I challenge all your YouTube viewers to do that, you know, to stop buying convenience and stop giving in to convenience start planning ahead of time start thinking ahead of time yeah and when you do that not only it creates a ripple effect you're gonna do a lot better for yourself in the long term what most people don't understand is that nowadays in america people think of about food is when they're hungry and when you're hungry, it's too late then. All yeah. you want to get is fast food. Yeah. But if you think ahead of time, you're going to get hungry anyway. You're a human being. But if you think ahead of time, you go to a grocery store, you know what you're going to get. You prep it. 
And when you're hungry, all you got to do is just put it all in together. And boom. Yeah, no, nicely put, man. Yeah. So, uh, so Kong versus Godzilla versus King Kong, man. What you think of that movie? Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a great movie, man. I mean, though it um it airs out on HBO Max, a lot of people are still going out to AMC and I went to the theaters to, to go see it to see the movie. You know, do you have HBO or so, I do have HBO. Yeah. So you and watched it at home? No, I did not. I've I've as much as I, I'm you know wanting to pre- press that play button. Yeah. You know, I've you know I want to support AMC. You know, go out to a theater. And it, it, yeah, there's see certain, it the right way. Yeah, there are know, certain so. movies that you have to see in theaters. Definitely. Godzilla vs. Big blockbuster, big blockbusters like that. You gotta go you see have in to. theaters. You have to. Uh, if you're gonna watch some like some indie drama shit, no, I'm gonna watch that so. on HBO Max. You can hate me, I don't care. But dude, that movie, oh my god, I, I, it took a minute to digest for me, but as soon as I left the theaters. I was like, yo, that movie was that movie was dope. But then over time, I was like, no, you know what? I really like that movie. It was, it was just a yeah. fun movie. Uh, did it have some flaws? Of course, it has some flaws. I don't care. But like the actual, the main thing about that movie was the fights. Definitely, that shit was dope, Definitely. man. All right, so uh, I mean, so anybody who hasn't seen the movie or wants to see the movie, leave now because I'm going to talk about some spoilers because you and I have already seen the movie. So, like. And I love talking about movies, dude. I okay. Spoilers. I'm. I'm not kidding. Spoilers. I'm about to drop something in five, four, three, two. You've been warned. One, dude. I called Mechagodzilla. Like I fucking like. I kind of called it. Uh, so, uh, I was I was hanging out with my brother before I went to see the movie, and I said that I didn't call Mechagodzilla then. I but I did say. You know, is there a clear winner? Is there a clear loser? Because I know for a fact, I, I wasn't spoiled with this, but I was like, I know for a fact they have to introduce like a mutual enemy. Uh, and one of the big uh, the things that sucked about Batman versus Superman was they introduced Doomsday uh, in the trailer. It's like, dude, we knew that something was going to be the main villain where Batman and Superman were going to team up. So with Godzilla versus King Kong, I knew that going in, it's like, there's going to be another enemy yeah. that they're going to team up. Who is it? I don't know. And then in the beginning where that, uh, the, uh, that black dude discovers this like red orb. I had a thought I was sitting next to my friend. I didn't say it to him though, for just for security. I just said, I wonder if that's the eye for Mecha Godzilla. That would be dope. But then I thought, Nah, they're not. It's probably not that. It's probably like some nuclear generator that manipulates uh, Godzilla to attack whatever. And then when the actual Mecha Godzilla reveal, where it was slowly ascending, like I saw the outline of the tail, and I said, it. "I was like, yo, I think that's Mecha Godzilla." And then he starts forming. I'm like, yo, I called it. I fucking <laughs> called it, dude. That shit was dope. Yeah, yeah. It's, instead of. King Kong versus Godzilla should have been King Kong and Godzilla. No, <laughs> no, because then people would know. It's like, exactly. oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> no, people, dude. But oh my god, I who 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 do you want it to win? With Man, Godzilla to be honest, King I'm like I'm Team Godzilla. 
Everybody's team Godzilla. I, I, I'm team Godzilla, but I'll admit, I did think King Kong was going to win. I thought King Kong was going to win. Why? Because it was his second movie, and this was Godzilla's third movie. Also, they were showing King Kong way more in the beginning, and they were painting him in this hero light. So I was like, yeah they're gonna make him win so i thought i i thought going in so i was wrong on that yeah i'm glad godzilla won though like yo that shit was the dude okay let let me tell you i squealed like a fucking schoolgirl uh when uh kong won round two and then the dude goes like Round two goes to Kong. And then you see Godzilla open his eyes and he's like, oh, fuck no. And he starts biting Kong's ankle and starts dragging him, starts beating him up on the ground. Stands on, like, right over him and he's all like, bitch, I won. Dude, that shit was dope. That was the yeah, best fight scene. Definitely. That was that was a great movie, man. I mean, to be honest with you, it's like, couldn't be any movies that jumps back the theater industry. Right? You know, no. It, it, Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, so. good for... Uh, Kong versus or Godzilla versus King Kong. I always say Kong versus Godzilla. I don't know why. So. But uh, is there any? Oh, did you see the uh, Justice League Snyder cut? Oh yeah, I did. I seen it. It's like four hours long, but it yeah. it felt like an hour and a half when it's a good movie. You know, really? when it's a great movie, it I feels felt, fast. You know, I, I had to watch two hours and then the other no, two hours. I watched the whole. thing. You watched the whole thing. It, it was yeah, a great man. movie. So, what'd you think of that? Well, I mean, I loved it. I mean, like I said, like when you a long movie like that, it just makes it seems like it's only an hour long when it's a great movie, when it's a great put out movies, and it's you know a lot of action, just a lot of engaging on the viewers. So, I think it was definitely better than the first Justice League for sure. I, I don't think anybody, I don't think there's anybody in the world. That's gonna be. Like, I mean, I think it's cool when, like, I think it's funny when Wonder Woman goes on. They go like, ah. I have no just, idea. Just like, just talking. like whenever, whenever there's an action scene of Wonder yeah. Woman, it's like, ah. it's like some Amazon stuff. Really? Apparently, it's I gotta watch like, it again. Man. It's like it's something that like I noticed and then. I told like one of my roommates. Are you talking about like her theme song? No, it's just like yeah, and just in in that. Because I movie, like her theme song. Just in, it's not even a theme song. It's just in that movie, if, like if you see her like going to like a fighting scene, uh, you hear is that like ah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh man, no, I, I I enjoyed the movie. It was it was really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the greatest but it was definitely way better than the first crappy justice league movie we got um i just I, like i just, I just gotta talk about it just because it's like in my it's still in my head uh how do you feel about jared leto's joker well i mean he did an all right job i mean i liked it you know a lot not not a lot of People who are a fan of the Joker liked it, but I mean, I think he did well. You know, it's a little bit like a young Joker, you know, like a teenage-ish, like growing up Joker. But it's yeah. definitely not the ordinary Joker that we're used to see. I just fucking... Okay, let me put it on record. Jared Leto, great actor. Great actor. I don't have a doubt in my mind that he could play the Joker. 
I just don't think he was directed well. I, I mean, I don't mm. know who's to blame, but thank God for whoever fixed up the stupid Suicide Squad Joker with the tattoos and bullshit. That that was that was dumb. Uh, but I, just, I, I don't know. It feels like he's Jared Leto trying to play the Joker. I know, again, I'm going to get yeah. so much hate. I don't give a fuck. Bring it on. But yeah, I just oh, I just um, didn't do it for me. Yeah. But the whole the whole movie was good. Uh uh I don't know. I kind of they they did tease me with Dark Side. I I did think I was like kind of looking forward to like oh, a little bit of a fight scene uh with the League and Dark Side, but then they just teased us with Dark Side and the the origins and him yeah. wrecking shit. Oh, but whatever. What movies are you looking yeah. forward to? Well, I mean, the next movie that I'm looking forward to is the 007, man. No Time to Die. You know, that's yeah. coming out soon. I heard Top Gun is supposed to be really good. The new Top Gun. Oh, and, yeah. That hasn't um, came out. I you know, that was A Quiet out. Place 2 with Emily Blunt. and you They're know, making a second one? Yeah. How do you make a second, second one. one of that? So, it's, Whatever. It was a great. It was a great first one. So I mean, I don't like scary movies. You know, so. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of great movies coming out. So catch it on AMC. I'm looking forward to. Uh, Fast Nine. Fast Nine. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's yeah. my guilty pleasure movie. I don't give a fuck. Definitely. That movie can be super silly. I don't care. I'm still gonna like it. I, I'm already sold. I. I they could they could have this idea for all I care. I want a scene where they have like one of the cars fucking skydiving in like kind of like space atmosphere and then gets grabbed in Earth gravitational pull and just fucking sky. I just I don't care. I want that scene. Yeah. I want the I want them and Disney to have a crossover. I want the fucking Dodge Challenger to fucking blow up the next Death Star. I don't care. Like That's I, funny. as long as it goes silly and don't take itself too seriously. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a supporter of that movie. I don't care. I love uh love the Fast series, but uh, 007, uh, No Time to Die. Uh, I'm just done with Daniel Craig, man. Like. He, he he was a great Bond in the first three movies, but then Quantum of Solace, he doesn't want to do it anymore. He he openly said that. He's only doing it for the money. And you see it. His quality just fucking drops. And I just, yeah, I'm a huge Bond fan. My dad got me into uh, uh, the Bond movies. And now, now it's dipping. And I'm just like, all right, find a new Bond. Get yeah. Idris Elba. Come on. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about a black bond now. Oh, racist. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Idris Elba is like would be the best bond though. He yeah. he would he he wants to do it and but yeah. like the studio won't let him. I mean, yeah. fuck, do it. So You good, man? Yeah, I'm good. You a little tired? No. We can we no, can stop this. No, I'm just one just whatever. <laughs> All right, man. Well, all right then. We almost did two hours. Nice. All right, so uh, let's. Uh, I've been putting this off, but let, let's talk about it. Like, let's go in a little bit of the serious light. Uh, so the rise of like the Asian hate crimes and yeah. stuff, dude. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, what can you say? I mean, you know, with this whole, I mean, I don't, I don't blame. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's on the rise anymore. Like, I don't, I don't blame it? the average Americans of you know with with what's going on, like with the whole COVID thing, knowing that it's the origins from China, knowing that. You know, it was a defining moment in Donald Trump's presidency, and it might be the reason why he's not a president anymore. And, you know, you have a lot of people with some sort of weird sentiment, you know yeah. what I mean, towards it. And you have, like, some people sees it as, like, you know, now that the government is printing out a lot of money because of that, you know, the U.S. dollars are devaluating because of that. COVID-19 and you know people just want to find somebody to blame yeah you know and you know that just it's almost it's like a perfect it's a it's a perfect storm you know it's like okay well COVID-19 originated from China so let me just go hate on every single Asian folks that I see or something like that yeah man no it's, but, it's fucked up uh like I mean I, I know uh you don't live with your parents anymore but I mean, obviously, you still live, you know, kind of close to them. Did, did your mom and dad talk to you about like, hey, you got to be careful out there? No, I mean, if anything, it's like I'm the one that has to let them know. them to be careful. Definitely, definitely, and they're the one that's more oblivious about it than I than I am. You know, I'm more aware about it. But I mean, I mean, it's enough. Enough is enough. I mean, when it happened, yeah, you can have that hashtag, you know, like stop Asian hate, but. What we really need to talk more about is just stop all hate, period. Right. You know, I mean, though, you don't, you, you see more of them in the media of like microscopic of towards Asian folks or whatnot, but you have all sorts of hate going yeah. on in the no, world. You, yeah, and, you really do. It's, it's, you know, and once we can, you know, tackle that, then everything else will, will be better. So, man, did you see the video where it was in New York and it was a security camera like in the hotel mm-hmm. and the Asian mm-hmm. lady walking in and then the dude just pretty much just closed the door on what just right, happened. dude? That oh my god, yes. okay, listen, I'm not an emotional person, like, yes. I really am not very in control of my emotions. When I saw that, like, I don't know who this lady was, but I was just like, dude, how are you gonna close the door? You're security guard, and you no screw it. You don't even have to be a security guard. You're just a a normal human being. Mm-hmm. You see somebody getting their ass kicked. You're just mm-hmm. gonna like fucking Definitely. just close the door and turn your backs. Like are you serious, Definitely. dude? That pissed me off. I was oh god, I got so heated. Just but I mean, good that they got fired, but still, that lady ended up losing her life. That was so fucked uh, yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, like I said, you know, there's a lot of ignorance that's going on in in not i mean not only the united states just in the world you know people just people only want to take in the information that they only want to take in even though you might be right or wrong but no especially uh, narratives and stuff man dude i god like how you know this has nothing to like you know it's not to uh 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 uh, you know kind of like point fingers or anything but i mean I, i just Everybody hates the media. Fuck the media. Like, I like to meet the one person who's like, no, I, I like the media. Who's like, who the fuck likes the media at uh, today's time where, you know, 
they only care about a crime story if if you know if a white person did something bad yeah and but you know if any other race you know did something bad they don't really report it. it's not national news it's just like no it's we got to report only evil white people it's like yeah but I, I like what you said it's like you know it's not about stop asian hate stop all hate yeah definitely definitely i mean when you stop all hate and that's when you know you can have a you know a productive conversation of an individual group or whatnot but that itself shouldn't be the conversation if we do stop all hate if we just don't you know if we just love one another and you know just treat people the way you want to be treated you know what i mean regardless you black asian white yellow purple doesn't really matter you know what i mean so, well, you gotta draw the line somewhere. If I see a purple person, I'm like, "Yo, so, where are you from?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So it just really doesn't, you know. It just really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So hate is a hate. Doesn't matter. You're yeah, Asian, man. black, yellow. Yeah. You know, so except for purple, fuck purple. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, fuck I mean, Barney's. I mean, you know, when you when you see this narrative of like just hashtag stop Asian hate, hashtag stop it's Asian just hate. Virtual it's just annoying. it's just the the narrative that the media wants one shooter to perceive that like oh like this and this and this and this happened like toward you know what i mean it's just let's just why don't we just stop all hate you know what i mean yeah and you know everyone's going through a rough time right now you know with all COVID 19 everyone's going through uh you know unpredictable times right now you know so that's just that so People just love to point fingers and blame and Definitely. and and be angry at something. Like, and I'm not saying that there are not times where somebody should be blamed, you know, and take personal responsibility. One thing I just don't like is people grouping other people. That it, this isn't a group thing. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's an individual thing. It's like that person. Because I'm Dominican, Definitely. I would hate for some evil Dominican to do something evil. And then for some random person to come up to me and be like, hey, did you hear about what that evil Dominican person did? And I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. that was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Are you going to apologize for that? It's like, no. Yeah, like, definitely. That's, that wasn't me. That I don't definitely. know that person. I don't care. It sucks what happened. But like, don't group me in with that person definitely. just because we share an ethnicity. Fuck definitely. that. I mean, it's a narrative and agenda that, you know. I relate more with you and you're not. You're Indonesian. Like, definitely. It, so. it, you know, no, screw it. We're Americans, all right? Like, Of course. Exactly. You know. It's like, I, yeah. I mean, you know, the media, the media is, is there, you know, it's to inform the citizen. And I, you know, I give them respect. They don't even do that. And I give them respect. I give them respect of doing what they do. But, you know, it's just, up, it's just up to us to not be brainwashed. And it's yeah. just up to us to have mind of our own, be able to think on our own. Yeah. And not to, you know, just follow the trend you know but instead be a trendsetter so yeah well i mean yeah you know stop all hate uh, some people would be like oh that's so general but i mean it's true though like i i read this book I, i'm going to talk about it one day uh uh lone survivor uh you know there's a movie out but the book there's a part in the book where it talks about I'm kind of kind of going to butcher it, but it was basically talking about that uh, Marcus Luttrell, it, you know, this, it, it's his it's his life, his story. 
and I recommend it to anybody. There's a part in the book where he talks about until you are face to face with somebody that this person just doesn't even see you as a human being. This person is about to take your life mm -hmm. and that person just hates you, doesn't know anything about you. This person is just about to take your life. Until you meet that person, you don't know what hate is. And and you're about to take this person's life. You don't know their story. Yeah. You just know they're about to do you harm and you're about to do them harm. You, you just hope to be the one who, you know, I'm sorry, like, and them before they end you. Until you're in that situation, you don't know what hate is. And I took, I remember, I remember exactly where I was when I read that and, uh, and let that digest. And I was in the plane on my way to Colorado to snowboard. And I was, I was reading this. And I, as soon as I read that, I, I had to close the book and I just sat down and I was, fuck, that is so true. I've never, I, I've always said, oh, I hate this person. I hate that. But then I, I took a step back and realized, no, I, I honestly never hated. Yeah. And now I can confidently say, uh, bunch of my friends in the common person when they say oh i hate this person. no you don't yeah if you're not willing to take their life and, and you don't know anything about them you don't Definitely. hate them i mean hate is a strong word hate is a strong know? word so and you know we're you know we're all in this world you know temporarily so you know why can't we all just be nice and just treat people the way you want to be treated you know what i mean and and that's just that you know so yeah all right, man. Well, man, we 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 talked about a whole bunch of stuff. And Definitely, we, we almost did two hours. Uh, ben, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I can't thank you. I mean, you're gonna Definitely. you're gonna come back on. Everybody's gonna come back on. Oh, excuse me. In the future and all that stuff. Hope you had a good time. Definitely. Well, thank you for having me here, man. And like uh, I said, uh, do you want to drop your like handles and stuff like for people to follow you or? Yeah, like, I mean. Well, you can, Where can people reach you? Yeah, well, I mean, you can add me at at Benic Chandra Instagram. You I know, mean, we'll, I'll put it on the bio on on, on YouTube. But, YouTube. I mean, but you know, just if say need, if you need any. I mean, I personally not a financial advisor, but if you need any, you know, tips or any advice on how to save money on how to get through certain situation in life. You know, feel free. You know what I mean. Yeah. So any help that I can do is a great help. So yeah, man. Well, hey, man. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Definitely. You're gonna be on the show in the future. Definitely. But uh, so yeah, man. Definitely. Thank Take you care. for having me on. Of yeah. course, I appreciate you. All right. Thank you guys. Definitely. All right. Thank appreciate you. it, guys. Take care. See you.